Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My car. And I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names would be good. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a picture of me every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. no. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. We were just talking with Abe. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day and uh, millions upon millions of dollars. Actually, I, I've heard upwards of hundreds of millions of dollars right. is spent on this day, uh, which, you know, Mike, do you even see it as a holiday? I, I do not, by the no, way. No, I, I just I get the double whammy because today's my wife's birthday. Oh, Big, happy, Becky, happy birthday, Becky. Becky turns 50, you know, and uh, puts up with my, my knucklehead butt. But, yeah, man, so I get the, the double whammy of the birthday in Valentine's. So we head to Vegas this weekend to celebrate. But, yeah, you know, for those who don't know, it kind of got rolling in the late, uh, I guess it was the 1880s, 1890s, where retailers, I think in the Northeast, said, you know, obviously, there's a lull after Christmas and the New Year to create some business. So they, they obviously pumped up the the uh, the nature of the, which St. Valentine did exist, and obviously the patron saint of love and romance. So there you go. Yeah, I. Uh, but Abe was just saying we were talking to him as he was leaving, and you know uh, he was talking about being single, and so Mike asked him what he was going to be doing, and you know I. I didn't get the feeling that he was going to be out there hunting. So I said to Abe, I said, if you go to a bar, you know, Midtown or Buckhead, and, you know, there's a girl yes. at the bar on Valentine's Day, you know, without a ring on her finger, that's, you know, that should be pretty easy uh, connection right there. I mean, all you're going to do is walk up, Abe, and go, right. you're here alone on Valentine's? That's it. And she goes, yes, I am. And then, boom, boom, boom. I mean, it's that's easy. It. And that's it. That's it. Abe's like, oh, I'm not really into that sort of thing. I'm like, what? Yeah. A principled radio host. I've never seen it before. Well, we're just laughing when we started the show because when he walked out and said, I'm not into those kinds of things, yeah. and the door closed, Mike and I both started laughing. <laughs> and then I said, I see a man alone with a lot of cats. 
later in life. Hey, man, we got a lot to chop up. Uh, we will talk plenty about what's going on around the NBA. Last night, the Hawks lose to the Bulls again. Yeah, Bulls were resulting. 136-126 was the final. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, we have an issue with this team, by the way. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. But Drummond, you know, and, and these guys. Eats all, us alive. Uh, they get after us. Bogey with 28 points last night. And, Mike, we were talking about this. And, and you know, when we talk about the, the standings, right, the Bulls are in front of us currently in these standings. But I just – I'm not sure like what what's missing when you start saying these are the kind of games we need to be able to win. Now, Trey and DJ, they struggled last night from the field. There's no right. doubt. They, they both struggled shooting the ball. But, well, you know, what is it like? What do we need to, to, to win these kind of games? Well, I mean, this was now this game against the Bulls. They just take it right to the hole and we just go ole. Yeah. No one challenges them. Ole. Ole, ole, ole. Not even rapping last night. I was like, you know, Nick, it just seems like they're just uncontested layups. <laughs> And they were. <laughs> this seems like the Bulls are getting to the basket whenever they want. Yes. You know, like, uh, yeah, because they are. And then on the other side of the radio, Chris Holman's like, this is ridiculous. You know, Holman's, <laughs> you know, is anyone going to play some defense? So, yeah, this is why, I, I mean, could you not have found some big for a second rounder? You know, some dude who's going to score like four points a game, but it could be a presence for you and help you out a little bit? I don't know. I mean, that seems like something you could get easily at the trade deadline. We didn't go down that road. Just something to help us in our defensive posture. We're going to talk a lot of NBA here in the next uh, 10 minutes or so as Nick Friedel stops by Odyssey NBA Insider. We'll talk to him about now that we're past the trade deadline and what it means for the teams that did make moves, the teams that seemingly look like their championship caliber, including the Clippers, who, oh, by the way, lost to Minnesota last night. I got to tell you guys something, too. Ant-Man is fun to watch, man. Yes. He's fun to watch. I, I, he's slowly com- becoming one of my favorite p- players, Mike, right. to watch just on a random night when nothing's going on, and you go, oh, Minnesota's on. Okay, let me see. I never seek out Minnesota, but I love the way oh. Ant-Man plays. No, it's just there's some guys out there, man, and we, we that's one that you'd pay money to see. Now, I will say this. We've killed DeAndre Hunter, and it's not like we're just picking on him, guys, for good reason. You're, you're selected fourth overall. You're supposed to be a guy that's you, you got to be an all-star. you, you got to be an all-star. He's not even close. But I will say this, since he's come back from this injury on limited minutes, he was one of the better, better things happening last night offensively for the Hawks, for what it's worth. It is. Um, I don't know quite how to describe. Like, I kept hearing last year that Quinn Snyder was encouraging him to shoot more mm. and to be more active. And then the injury again happened. And so he got taken out of, you know, out of pocket for a little bit. But, yeah, at the end of the day, man, if they're going to do anything, DeAndre Hunter's got to be a dude. And he's got to be consistent. Speaking of that, Big O, can I hear Quinn Snyder talk about DeAndre Hunter and his progress on both ends of the floor? This was uh, our coach, Quinn Snyder, last night. He did a really good job tonight defensively on DeRozan. Um, It's a tough cover because he puts so much pressure on you, you know, throughout a possession. You know, he can pivot and shot fake, step around. And, uh, you know, DeAndre's, he was playing well. you know, before he was out, and he's continued to, I think, the work he's putting in. Um, I love that he's as aggressive as he is from three uh, when he's got space because he's big and he can rise up, and I think that sets up other parts of his game as well. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay. Yeah, we, we got some guys last night. The bench was actually doing more work than Trey. Trey, by the way, DeJounte couldn't hit anything. Uh, Three-point-wise, they were terrible. Bulls, by the way, were, I think, over 45% from three last night. Carl, that was that was a big difference in the game. It was. Then, uh, it, combined with the fact they were just getting uncontested shots in the, you know, in close and layups. 
That was the final home game before the All-Star break. Um, and so, you know, we, we will see what happens. Hopefully these guys get some rest and they come back rejuvenated. We know Trey's going to have a busy weekend. We know that. And, and it's great because he's going to be involved in the skills competition and all of that stuff, and we'll see him in the game itself. But for this team and what they're going to do in the second half, it's going to be very important for all of this stuff to come together. 404-726-0929 is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. It's Dukes and Bell. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes in this radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game and stay up on everything that's going on. NBA conversation coming up. Also, Mike, everybody, you know, it's funny. This conversation we had yesterday, and you disagreed. And I don't know if there's necessarily a right answer. You, depending on your interest of the teams that were involved that particular year, there are reasons why certain Super Bowls stand out to you. And Mike said, I don't know if this was the best Super Bowl ever, simply because there are others that stand out in my mind. And everybody you know, has right. a different opinion about it. And then the numbers come out. And this was the most watched Super Bowl ever. I mean, like, when you put that in perspective and you start talking about most watched mm-hmm. TV shows, most watched events – this is it. It's second only to the moon landing, guys. This is I it. Mean, think about it. There's the moon landing, like one small step for man, and this Super Bowl, the most viewed program in the history of America. So, you know, again, for me, and it wasn't based on that. This was just based on me watching and enjoying it as yeah. a fan and saying, hey, that was as entertaining as it gets. It goes to overtime, and Patrick Mahomes comes through. This is the best Super Bowl we've had. But then these numbers come out. And, and it's like, again, that many eyeballs on it, screams to me that the the people who are not interested, Mike, the fringe fans, all those folks were watching. Everybody who's, who's not hardcore football fans, we are. This is what we do, and we know our audience, most of you love and enjoy football. But that, to get that number, there were a lot of people who don't necessarily enjoy but were watching and paying attention. And again, some of this, I know guys are sick and tired of Taylor Swift, but the, the Swifties and the Swift, yes. that's the Swift bump. Yes. That's, you know, we always talk about the big sporting event and, the, you know, the dreaded cash. Look, you're listening to us. You're a sports fan. You're watching everything. You're watching the playoffs, regular season. You're paying money for, like, streaming because you have to see the games. But then you throw in the cash. Who's the casual fan? You know, the lady at your house who wins the Squares game. Oh, did I win $10? Doesn't you know, even know. Doesn't even know. That's the casual fan, but they're, they're brought in. That's why it was truly a gold mine and the stars aligned because of the Taylor Swift Kelsey relationship. And I know some guys are over it. Real quick, at the gym today. Yeah, man. I, I swear, I I mean, maybe my anger management kicking in. I didn't lose it. I just I just sat there and nodded. Guy works out at my gym. I, th- I think his name is Mark. Big dude. He's a stunt man. He works in the, the movie studios. He also I, does some acting. And he goes, What do you think of the game? I go, it's pretty exciting, right? He goes, fix us in, huh? Oh wow. I go, what? And I literally I, I predict that I go, I go, I go, come on, dude, you're smarter than that. Well, come on, you know what they wanted. I go, they want. So let me get straight. Christian McCaffrey, the the the, the cover guy, the the, uh, the the guy that blocked the uh, extra point. All these guys are in this conspiracy together, along with uh, apparently Todd Munkin, who called a crappy game plan for the Ravens. I mean, come on, it's football. We watch, part of the reason we watch is we don't know what the outcome is going to be. You know, but yes, there was a desire for the Chiefs to go. Certainly, network executives were, lo- were loving the idea of the numbers you're talking about. But you still got to play the game. Yeah. And the 49ers just weren't as clutch as the Chiefs were. In fact, and nobody's as clutch as Mahomes. But I, I literally had to go. I'm like, come on, dude, you're better than that. Maybe he isn't. I don't know. There's a lot of people, Mike, who believe this is going on. Uh, today on In the Huddle, the podcast, Brian Baldinger and I were talking about this, and and it's one of the discussions we were having because. Once the Chiefs won in overtime, this kind of became a phenomenon on social media. There are a lot of people out there who believe this. You're wrong, but there are a lot of people out there who believe this. Right. There are too many unpredictable variables. Correct. 
in an NFL game, okay, it's not just the officials with the fix in and calling, you know, uh, uh, penalties to get one team over the top over another. There are too many variables. To Mike's point, drop balls, passes, pressures, sacks, miss blocks. You're telling me all of that coordination went into the Chiefs win? It just there's no way in hell. So it is interesting that again, but Mike, don't we live in that era now where everything is a damn conspiracy? Well, I mean, it's just like it's first off, it's intellectually lazy for people. People just and, and they get some kernel of something. That, like, I, I don't want to mention specific people in my life, but there'll be people that'll hear something and go, "What did you hear about that?" And I'll go, "Where did you hear this? Where are you getting the information from?" And then I'll go look it up on my phone, and then it'll be it'll be pinpointed as no, this is not accurate. It's not accurate. But as Winston Churchill said, a rumor gets halfway around the world before truth gets its pants on. That's you know, right. so that's where it's at. It just it just drives me crazy that people you think are pretty intelligent folks will buy into this crap. And again, this transcends sports. I'm not going. We're staying, Absolutely, we're staying in our lane here. But you but guys, it does. you but catch it does. our drift. Absolutely, there's no conspiracy that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback playing football today. Nobody will tell you, you know? that. Nobody and in the NFL. Is and tell that Andy. Reid is really good at his job, and Purdy is. And by the way, Purdy didn't screw up. Now I, I think you could look at Kyle Shanahan and say, "How the hell do you not get Debo Samuel and George Kittle involved in your offense?" That's not on the Chiefs. Just like the Chiefs, it's not the Chiefs' fault that Todd Munkin drew up the stupidest game plan in AFC history, well, championship history. And, and to your point, it's not you know Steve Spagnola who now has four yeah. rings as a coordinator. It's not on him to say, oh, well, you know, he was in on it, too. Right. No, he's really good at his so job. So do you think there might have been somebody who would like to have seen the Patriots have the perfect season, go 18-0, and 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 make some history? But Steve Spagnuolo was a defensive coordinator with the Giants twice. Who knows? If you hit Tom Brady in the mouth, you beat the Patriots. So, I mean, it's lazy, and it's ignorant, and there's way too much of it, but there's a lot of that going around the world right now. All right. And we hope you're not listening or, or thinking. <laughs> no, hope right. you're not thinking this way with the Super Bowl being fixed in mm-hmm. any way. Chiefs won the game fair and square, man. All right, we got a lot more to get to. We're going to talk some NBA. Nick Friedel is going to join us. Odyssey NBA Insider. He joins us next on Sports Radio in uh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Damn right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Headlines, Braves pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. Can you believe it? But we need to talk some hoops. And on the line is Odyssey NBA insider Nick Friedel. Insider calls brought to you by the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe equipped for adventure. And, Nick, uh, I want to start with our Hawks because last night we lose to the Bulls. It's the last home game before um, the All-Star break. But I want to get your impressions on what the Hawks are, in your opinion, and what you think they can be if they're healthy and everything is going their way. Because right now, Mike and I feel like we're going to be back in the play-in. How do you feel about this team? Uh, They're just not good enough, guys. <laughs> I mean, that's really the the sad part of your Hawks fan is when you look at, at the makeup of the team. Even in a best case scenario, everybody's healthy. Uh, Trey Young has better nights than he did last night. When I look at this Hawks team, I look at a team that is just not close to being where they need to be, and I have no doubt that. This is a topic of conversation down there in Atlanta all the time. But as I watch the Hawks, uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they ended up moving Trey Young uh, at at some point here in the near future this summer or or in the next year because you're just not going to win when he is your number one guy. And when you watch that team, I know they had that – moment where they made that run a couple of years ago in the playoffs and people got excited. But if you're looking at a team where the hope is, eh, maybe we get to the play in and maybe we can make a little noise. If we win a couple games there and get on a little run, that is not a team that is destined to compete in the upper echelons of the NBA. Nick, you're saying you don't feel like this team could win with Trey young, and I think it's the way the team's constructed. The reason why they went on the run in 21 was he had shooters around him. He had better players around him. Uh, but you don't feel that way. You don't think that they can win with him. No, I absolutely don't. And, and I agree. I mean, if you set up Trey Young with a better roster construction, I think you could see uh, a difference as far as a play-in team or are you getting then into uh, a higher seed in the playoffs? Sure. I have never believed, guys, in in full transparency since he came out of Oklahoma that you were going to win with that guy as your number one star. And it's not to knock uh, Trey as an offensive player. He's unbelievable. I mean, I've watched it for years and years covering the league, certainly going down to Atlanta and talking to the the new wave of, of people that are in the front office now. But I just have never bought that a guy who is that gifted offensively but is going to continue to get crunched on the defensive end uh, is the type of guy that you are building around as your number one star on a title team. I mean, the only time I've ever seen it work, uh, at least in my career, is with Steph Curry. And he had plenty of great weapons around him. But Trey is not Steph. And – the difference now when you watch Steph is everybody focused so 
quickly early in his career, oh, he doesn't play defense. Well, yeah, but he's the best shooter the, the game has ever seen, and he's improved a great deal defensively. And I, I don't see that from Trey. He's not Steph offensively. And defensively, I mean, take last night. He's getting crunched by Io DeSumo. So uh, when you watch that and you see what happens in the future with this team, I think it starts there. And I think there's a realization that the organization needs to come to that he is just never going to be that guy as the number one face of a title team. Nick Friddle uh, with us, guys. The Odyssey uh, NBA Insider here on the WaitFor.com hotline. And I know the problem is, Nick, is – you know, we, we couldn't move DeJounte. They're never going to recoup the three number ones. But if you ever trade Trey, then there's going to be nobody at State Farm Arena. So we've got to find a way to use that John Collins trade exemption, move DeJounte in the offseason, and put some pieces behind, around him. Because the Travis Schlenk, we always said, was trying to build Golden State East, but we've got to get some better pieces like we had in 21. Otherwise, you're telling me from the outside looking in, just blow it up. I would say that completely. Hey, guys, look, <laughs> I've been in the league long enough to know that is much easier said than done. I've got, uh, <laughs> right. some of yeah. my, my family is down in Atlanta, and they're always asking me, what the hell do you do with this team? And I say, well, if it's me, again, on the outside looking in, you blow it up. But I think the point is very well taken. One of the reasons that you not only draft Trey originally, but you sign him to that extension is because you know that people will show up to watch him play, but I just looked at the attendance figures right before coming on with you guys this year, and the Hawks, once again, are in the bottom uh, of the league as far as uh, attendance goes. I mean, I can't tell you. I spent all those years covering the Bulls in Chicago. How many times we would go to Atlanta, and I saw some of the tweets last night uh, from some of the Bulls broadcasters, but there's thousands of Bulls fans that show up to go to those games at the arena downtown there. And I can only imagine that it's the same for a lot of the visiting teams. So as hard as it is to stomach, and this is where the business aspect of the NBA always comes in. If it's me and I'm Landry Fields and I'm Corver uh, and I'm looking at that situation, I'm saying, all right, how do we get to the goal of <laughs> getting back to <laughs> attempting to win a title? absolutely you blow it up because there's an acknowledgement that has to come that the way this team is set up now just isn't good enough. By the way, Insider Calls brought to you by the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe equipped with adventure uh, with capable features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating. We're talking some hoops with our buddy Nick Friedel, Odyssey NBA Insider. All right, let's talk Eastern Conference here. Uh, who's the squad? Celtics, Bucks. I really like, like what the Knicks did at the trade deadline. Who, who do you like? Phillies without Embiid right now. Tell me about the Eastern Conference. I'm going completely with the Celtics because, guys, I thought it was Boston last year. <laughs> Miami went on that run, and I, I covered that Heat team through the whole way, and I was still like, I can't believe this is happening. So I think the Celtics have to look in the mirror in the postseason. I think they'll at least get through the East this year. With Milwaukee and Doc coming in, he has a track record of getting the most out of his teams, usually in the regular season, but we know the difficulties he's had in various stops in the postseason. I think that Giannis is incredible, and Lillard's going to help them. I just don't think they're as good as Boston. Uh, you mentioned the Knicks. I covered Tibbs mm -hmm. a long time 
in a lot of different places. Another guy who always seems to get the most out of his teams in the regular season, but when I look at the Knicks, as solid as they are, I think we'd all agree stars win in the playoffs. And as great as Jalen Brunson has been, and as much as he has improved, I'm still not sure that he's the guy that you're turning to in series after series to get you to where you need to go. So uh, I like the Knicks now. I don't like them as much in May as a team that can push through the Eastern Conference. And with Philly, you take out Embiid, even if he does come back, uh, sorry. I've never bought them as a true uh, chance to get all the way through because I don't buy that he can take the next step that he needs to uh, in the postseason and that they have the other pieces around him as well as Maxie has played uh, this year to get them ultimately to where they want to go. It is a Nick Friedle with us, guys. Odyssey NBA Insider. Just bring it back to the Celtics for a second. I'm with you on the Celtics, but doesn't it seem like Jason Tatum is one of those guys that just kind of he, he disappears? Like Game Seven last year against Miami. We know he's you know he's all world, but the inconsistency sometimes and 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 the, and the I don't know, call it a killer instinct. Has he got it? It is a really good question that he is going to have to prove the answer to, and he hasn't shown it yet. For as great as Tatum has been, and he's had his moments certainly in different playoff games and getting the Celtics to where uh, they've gotten over the last few years, but he hasn't shown that he can get them over that hump in the games that matter the most. I would still say, yes, I think he ultimately will be able to deliver uh, another title to Boston, but when you watch him, especially in that series against Miami last year, you're going, where the hell is Tatum? And sometimes uh, you, you can't find him. And that is not what you need for a young star who is trying to, to carry a storied franchise to uh, a, another level. So uh, I think the Celtics have everything they need in place. I think it's within him to get to that next stage in his career. But there's no question that that is the question that will hover over him until he makes it happen. Tell me about the West before we get out of here. Last night, Clippers lose to the T-Wolves. T-Wolves are for real. Uh, I think Oklahoma City uh, is a pleasant surprise. But the Clippers, everybody's talking about how this team is meshing. What do you think in the West? I don't believe that any team with Carl Anthony Towns is ever going to get to where they need to go, guys. And I say that because I watched that Timberwolves team for so many years, and he was supposed to be the guy. And you want to talk about disappearing. I mean, you want 30 and 20 in some meaningless regular season game in March, Towns is your guy. You you want somebody to deliver in the postseason, eh, good luck. So – Minnesota does not scare me as great as they've been so far in the regular season in large part because I've watched Towns for so long. As far as the Clippers go, uh, they have the veteran pieces in place that you would need, but I am still very skeptical because I don't buy that Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden are all going to be able to stay healthy (laughs) throughout the course of a long postseason run. Right. Uh, To me, it's still Denver. I know that a lot of people just don't care about them on the national scene, but I've watched Jokic long enough to believe that he he is just that good. 
And when you need somebody to deliver, he showed it in the finals last year. Uh, he continues to show it at various points. He is the guy. And if you have the guy on your team, that's always what I put my money at. I'll tell you what, Nick. We saw the Clippers on the last night of a two-week road trip come in here, got down and battled and just played some clutch in a game that maybe three years, any, any of those guys would have just tapped out. So I don't know if the DNA has changed, but I hear you. they got to stay healthy. But that would be intriguing. It, it really would be, especially for a team that has just fallen uh, completely apart at various points in the last few years when we all thought, all right, this is their time. I mean, if Kawhi Leonard is going to be the Kawhi Leonard of a few years ago, guys, he can make it happen. He's that good. And when you have the complimentary pieces that they now have, good for them. But I, I am very, very hesitant that James Harden is going to be the James Harden we've seen the last couple months in the postseason because there's way too many times we talked about Tatum, we talked about Towns. James Harden has disappeared plenty uh, when his teams in the past have needed him the most. Trust me. I know. <laughs> Nick Friedel, we appreciate you, man. Yeah. We know. Trust me. Odyssey NBA Insider. Insider calls brought to you by the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe equipped for adventure. Thanks so much. We appreciate you stopping by, man. Guys, I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me cool. on. Cool. All right. Audience is hot. Yes. You're mad because somebody just came on our show and went at our star. And you don't like it. But I have a question for you. Is he wrong? It's Dukes and Bell. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It is Dukes and Bell. Listen, sometimes on this show, and we tell you, you need to be here every day. You need to be listening. Things happen, and it opens up a door in which Mike and I had no intention of going in. <laughs> okay? But with the Hawks losing last night, certainly we're going to talk about the loss of the Bulls and how maybe they can play better before the All-Star break and what they need to do afterwards. But our last guest, Nick Friedell, who's an Odyssey NBA insider, said that, he does not believe this team, the Hawks organization, is going to be able to win with Trey Young. 
and many of you were offended <laughs> by those words. So I want you to hear it if you missed it, and then Mike and I will address this. And by the way, just so you guys know, because one of our, our listeners, he's a hardcore, he was like, man, y'all better hang up on this dude. We don't do that to guests, okay? Every guest is entitled to what they believe. Now, whether they end up being right or not, Mike and I discuss afterwards, and we will certainly talk with you guys. But I'm not hanging up on a guy because you don't like what he had to say. And what he said, as I asked you, is he necessarily wrong? Let me hear him. When I look at this Hawks team, I look at a team that is just not close to being where they need to be. And I have no doubt that this is a topic of conversation down there in Atlanta all the time. But as I watch the Hawks, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they ended up moving Trey Young uh, at, at some point here in the near future this summer or, or in the next year because you're just not going to win when he is your number one guy. Now, it was funny. Carl and I were talking yesterday because Carl had not heard the Landry Fields comments that I thought were just completely ridiculous about, you know, resulting and, you know, patience for Hawks fans you know, after three now, potentially three years now of playing games. And I said to Carl, I said, do you think that anybody outside of Atlanta gives us any chance of doing anything in the next three years. No. No. They look at this team as broken because it is. So, I mean, look, and I, I don't believe – like, if you do move on from Trey, Carl, then no one shows up. And I still think you've got to go find that Pippen. You know, that if, and, and, yes, Trey would be the Jordan. And Jalen Johnson is a piece. And, and certainly if DeAndre Hunter could just play to his potential. But that's – we've seen that. We've had five years of that. So, you got to go spend some money to fix this. Otherwise, you have to blow it up. That's I mean, where do you feel? I mean, where do you fall on this? Well, first, let me defend Trey for a second. Okay, in 2021, uh, and 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 by the way, our our guest Nick admitted this. I've said this time and time again. The construction of the 21 team allowed him to be special, and guys were shot makers around him. The team was built a little bit differently, but. It's, it's funny, Mike. We forget he joined Michael Jordan as the only two players in NBA history in 21 to score 30 points in three straight road playoff games against the Knicks. Right. We act as if these things didn't happen. First player to record at least 25 points and 18 assists in a playoff game since Tim Hardaway did it in 1991. He did that June 14th in 2021. He's also the youngest player to record and drop 20 points and 15 assists in an NBA playoff game. I mean – the records and the milestones go on and on for Trey for his age and time in the league. We can talk about all of this. Here's my question to you, and if you don't believe what our guests had to say, and maybe you do, and a lot of guys are hitting us up, follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I may put him up, see Dukes, and the radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. You can follow us and, and let us know what you think. Does Trey make people around him better? If you feel like he does, then you can win with him. Mike, we're not talking about a selfish player from the standpoint of it's all about me. I'm going to get my 35, and I don't care. He's still giving you 15, 12, on some nights 17 or 20 assists. He's not a selfish guy. So do you feel like he makes guys around him better? Let me ask you this. Does Trey make the right basketball plays and his teammates let him down by either not making a shot or Clint Capella not dunking the, well, just, the basketball. I mean, again, if you could find a, a prolific – I mean, somebody with some basic offensive skills, and, and sometimes, you know, double O could be that guy, but Capella misses out on so many of those pick and rolls. So Clint many, Capella has butterfingers. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, the, the whole idea was, you know, the setting the screens, the pick and roll, but you got a guy that can't finish around the basket. And we look, Clint's been a, a good guest on our show, and he's a good dude. But he just he, the skills that were there are diminishing in front of before your eyes. You know what I mean? And just he's just not a good. He never was a great scorer. 
So that's a problem. Look, we love Jalen Johnson. We already talked about DeAndre Hunter, but you need more bench scoring. In 2021, Trey could draw a double, kick it out, boom, then Dano would hit it, Gallinari would hit it, or Bogey, or Red Velvet would hit. We don't or, have that. Or, or Lou. Lou Williams, and Luke also off the bench. Yes. So, you know, you just don't have that. The, the, the DeJounte thing, now look, we've already covered this. It was a mismatch from the jump. It's shown some spurts of productive productivity, I should say. It's been productive, but it still worked. Guys, look at us. We are what we are. You, you gotta, you'd have to win 10 out of 11 to get to like 6 or 5 right now. And, and this, it seems impossible with the way they play. This team doesn't do yeah. that. The team doesn't. And the other thing is, you need, you need some defense. You know, Dame Lillard, one guy hit us up earlier, hit, hit you up on Twitter, said Trey's going to be the East Coast Dame Lillard. Mm. Of Dame, you know, Dame did that in Portland yes. for years and nobody around him and just scored a lot of points and didn't do anything. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, that's an interesting correlation there. You let us know what you think, 404-726-0929. I, I do think, Mike, to answer your question, and I just wanted to defend Trey there and say, hey <laughs> – Let's not act as if this guy hasn't done anything and he's a bum. He's not. He's far from it. it. To say he's not Steph Curry, I would tell you there's nobody in the NBA that's Steph Curry. So I understand what the guest is saying and trying to make that comparison, but there isn't another dude that's come along that has done what Steph has done. But do you blow it up? Can you win with him? How much better does he make guys around him? And what does he need to win? Those are the questions that should be being asked by Landry Fields instead of telling us that we are, what's the word? Resulting? Yeah. Uh, what? Are, let's answer the questions that need to be answered about how to make this team better than worrying about whether or not we're resulting. Right. That That is the craziest and dumbest thing I've ever heard. But with that said, no, Mike, I'm not willing to do that right now. And, and maybe because I'm a prisoner of the moment, you know what? I We've been here, Mike Bell. <laughs> we've been in these seats talking yes. about when the team got good and how long is it going to take and, oh, well, we've got all these draft picks and, oh, we got a top five pick now. How long is that going to take? Half of you listening right now don't even know. You can't even name a college basketball player right now. This draft is crap. This draft is not one of them. Again, we may be surprised later on, but right now there's nobody getting clamoring. You don't even know half the guys on Kentucky right now. You know, so here's the deal. So, so what are you going to do? You're going to take the big guy from Purdue and start to build around him? I mean, seriously. Come Come on. Look, guys, the big picture here is there was nothing really of major note you could accomplish at the trade deadline other than just dumping salary, which would be killing the Hawks even more for. So I like the fact they kept DeJounte. The, the moves were minor. The Bucks added, like, Patrick Beverly. The Knicks added some pieces. You know what? The guys added pieces, but teams that were better than us added complementary pieces to help them. We, we need, like, a major overhaul. You do need to trade DeJounte Murray for a scorer and a defender. And, and, or, and, and or what else? Yeah, how else you move? Bogey probably comes off the roster. Dump, you know, we talk about Capella. You may have to part with Okongwu. But this thing does need an overhaul. I, I don't think anybody would debate that right now. I agree. And I would ask you guys, and we'll see. They're saying the same things about Luka. I know he's great. I know he's bigger. I know he's, he's dynamic. They're saying the same things. Both guys have been to a conference final. Both guys have had coaches fired. I didn't say got coaches fired. I've had coach. Luca actually got his fired. Yes, he did. You know, but, but, the, but Mike, and a general manager. But, but Dallas yeah. at the trade deadline, they only made moves to to appease Luca to make sure right. that hey, we're trying to do everything. I don't know if the Mavs are a better team or not. And listen, is he a special talent? Yeah, but so is Trey. And my right. point is, I think they're in similar boats where you talk about the makeup of their teams and what it's going to take. They went out and and went and got Kyrie. Right. But Luca, but I got at the end of the day, Luca came in here and dropped 73 on us. He's averaging 34 points a oh, night. Oh, Mike, he, you know, he's unbelievable. But here's the deal. 
They're asking the same questions about, is he good enough to win a title with? He went to the Western right. Conference Finals. So did we. Right. Luca. I, like, I don't know what's going on there as far as to how much they're jammed up with the cap because they've tried to move peace members. Him and Porzingis didn't get along. They yep. moved him out. Yep. There have been other versions of it. This, this team right now, as it's presently constructed with Dallas, ain't going nowhere. But I would say, you know, getting back to us, but we're looking up at them. No doubt. <laughs> but, well, well, we're only looking up at them from the standpoint. In the West, they're standing. Like, they're 10th or 8th or, or, right. or whatever as well. They're not crushing it. They're not the number one seed in the Western Conference because of Luka. And I only bring that up to say every star has its challenge. Right. And, guys, guys are up on the personality thing. Like, I don't, if Trey is a jerk, I don't care. There's a lot of guys that have had championships that have won. I don't give a crap about the personality. We already covered the leadership thing and all that. Give the man some pieces. Landry Fields, there was nothing. Oh, I give it. I got you. You don't want to get absolutely robbed blind to move DeJounte off at the trade deadline. I'll respect that. What are you going to do? When is Rester going to get serious about this team? Otherwise, you do have to blow it up. All right, we're coming back. We're taking your phone calls because you're hot. And you think that our guest was either completely wrong or completely right. 404-726-0929. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.